Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Catfish and Crappie Podcast, everybody. Thanks for showing up. We appreciate you. We got a live audience. Uh, we got 47 in chat at this time. It usually grows over time. We got a lot of good people out there. And tonight, I am honored to announce my guest, Mr. Mike Chavez. How you doing, Mike? Hey, how's it going? How's it going, y'all? How's it going? It's doing fantastic. Good. I've been watching Mike and like drooling over his food and and being jealous of the big blue cats that he catches for a while now. Um, ever since I started coming into the live chats and stuff, I was introduced to his channel and a few others, and he's one of the ones that I I, I definitely keep watching. So, uh, how are you feeling today, Mike? I got one thing to say about that. Taste, taste, everybody. Yeah, That's our most famous. Let's get a rub on. It's <laughs> <That's> good stuff. <laughs> Uh, we got links to his channel in the description if somebody wants to share it out in the live chat. Of course, if you're not already subbed to uh, uh, Mike's channel, I, I recommend that you do. Yeah, come on over, y'all. Come Water's on over. Fine. We love us, us YouTubers and podcasters love subscribers and followers. It's like uh, uh, it's it's a great way to uh, um, show people that you appreciate what they're doing and 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 like the content they're providing. Yeah, that's um, our lifeblood for sure. That's right. So uh, right. you're getting you're getting back on the fish, from my understanding. For a while there, you were doing a bunch of cooking videos and stuff, and you had something. Was it something going on with your boat, Mike, or? No, well, I had I had my boat in the shop, just got it serviced, but uh, okay. No, my my work schedule is a killer. Uh, it can't, well, you know, it it's see, it's like it's, it's almost seasonal. I mean, like right now we're in a training mode, and then uh, I'll a little background. I work in a shipyard, and we uh, actually refuel the uh, aircraft carriers, the nuclear powered aircraft carriers. We uh, we overhaul actually overhaul the reactors. So uh, we we're, like right now we're in a training mode. And then when the training mode's over, the ship comes in, and we have to go on the ship. And once we start working, it's like, oh, man, the, the schedule's killer. I mean, I don't have – there's no time for anything personal. You know, it's, it's, it's working, and you're there, you know, seven days a week, 12 hours sometimes. You know, it just depends on, on what's going on at the time. But this uh, – well, a little time I had off, I started doing some, uh, some cooking. I've always barbecued. I've always loved barbecue. I've always cooked on the stove. My mama, uh, I, I used to like to hang out with mom in the kitchen. My mom was the best cook in the world, but uh, I learned a whole lot. And then, uh, of course, you see, I love to eat, you know. So when, when a man you, likes to eat, you better, you know, better be able to cook the good stuff for the much you like, right? Yourself. God bless my wife. She 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 used to she used to cook, and and she can cook, but I just I took it away from her years ago. You know, I, I, I'm kind of I feel like I'm listening to my own story here with your your mom teaching <laughs> you how to cook and cooking what you want, because that's what you want to eat and and really having a passion for that. And we'll, we'll, we'll get into this. But I, I know I know, you know, what goes better with fishing than cooking? I don't know. Eating. I, e I can't eating. Think Here you go. It's a match made in heaven. I mean, everything from uh, there's been shows out there that, that like Kevin did. He did a show on boat snacks. 
You yeah. know, uh, you got Roger out there cooking on his uh, his Blackstone flat griddle on his boat, stuff like that. I mean, and he, he, you got the boys out there on the East Coast. You, um, <clears throat> they're cooking on their boats with those 12-volt cookers. I'm sorry, I forgot Dave's name. Dave Martin, he's got all those little gadgets. He's cooking on his boat. He's always talking about that. From Lyle talking about his the, his passion for Vienna sausages on the boat. Who, who, who can complain? Oh, but, I got what, like some good old Viennese out in the boat, man. Oh, yeah. well, we, we I'm not the Viennese biggest – I'm not the biggest fan. I'm not the biggest fan in the world of the Vienna sausage link, but the smoked ones I can deal with. Those no, I, I do the good. ones of barbecue sauce, right? Uh, you like the barbecue ones too? I do. I you do. know, I, I had one of my subscribers hear us talking about that one time on an, on an old old show, and they actually sent me like a variety pack of all the Vienna sausages to try, <laughs> all the flavors. There was, you know, the regular one, the smoked one, the barbecue one. There was some. There was another one. I don't even recall what it was. I didn't care for that one too much. Is probably why I didn't remember. But it was awfully nice of them. They sent me two cans of each. Hey, Mike's outdoor, Mike's outdoors and adventures. Thank you very much for the super chat. We really Ooh. appreciate the support. <laughs> there we go. We got the booms <laughs> in the room. Thank you guys. Uh, all right. So let me ask you this: um, Would you rather barbecue chicken or use it for bait? There's the question of the night. Uh, there ain't only one answer to that one. I'm going to barbecue that chicken to y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'm going after... to cut that bad boy down the middle. I'm going I'm to uh, brine them for a few hours. Then I'm going to put some nice rub on there. I'm going to put them down on a barbecue pit. I'm going to throw some – well, for chicken, I'm going to throw some apple wood, maybe a little bit of cherry wood on there. Let her go till you mm. – Yeah, now you're talking eat, my language. Now, Hot and fast. I, I have used it for bait before, so. but you know, okay. not I, not not as a rule, but I uh, have I have in the past used chicken for bait. Yes. And there's nothing so wrong can, with that. In a, in a pinch, you can always you can always use it. I'm more I'm more of the school old school, well the the school of thought where I, I consider the whole, and I've said this many times. I think fishing's like the experience for me. Everything from catching bait, keeping yeah. bait, having bait using bait, catching fish, uh, the, the, you know, I, I, I use selective harvest methods. So I do keep some fish. I don't keep flatheads. That's one of my rules. Right. Um, I've had one in the past and it was delicious. So I don't want to get down that path anymore. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it was a little one. So don't get all bent out of shape. It oh was like no. The hey, there's nothing wrong with selective harvest now. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. I've heard, you know, I've heard a podcast. Uh, I believe it was the river. No, it was, um, the Mapa podcast that had Spencer from River Certified on there, and he stated a fact uh, that I kind of tend to believe that um, a, a fish under 10 pounds has a slim to none chance of getting bigger than 10 pounds. <laughs> they'll either die okay. of per, they'll either die of perdition, oh, okay. or, or you know, or something else is going to eat them, or or they just won't make it for whatever other reason they're harvested, or 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 just they starve, and things like that, or you got winter kill and stuff. Okay. So, whatever the reasons, he didn't go through the reasons, but those are the ones I'm assuming, which which kind of makes sense to me. But you know, there's there's nothing like chasing those trophy catfish. So I figure if there's a slight chance, I'm, I'm going to keep Keep it at least with those fish, but if I got a if I got a two pound crappie, man, that's hitting the skillet. I, oh, I'm my. sorry, I don't know what else to say. Now I uh, used to crappie fish quite a bit back, you know, before I that's got what my you were back years ago. I mean, I mm -hmm. got uh, three pounds, four ounces. It's a, I got it. Wow. I got it mounted back in the mid nineties on, uh -huh. on a local pond 
was 18 inches long. That man, I'm, I'm still proud of that fish. The last time that's, I I'm, did a live feed, I brought them out. I brought the mount out and showed them. You know, like, oh, that's oh. awesome. I'm just, I'm a little bit over two pounds, and I caught that a long, 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 yeah. long time ago. I'm like two pounds, two or four ounces, I think. I was, I, I mean, I'm talking, I, I think I was still in high school when I caught that. Okay. Thing. But up until then, you know, I, I'm happy with, with keeping, you know, 10, 10 to 12 inches. That's usually where, where more of my big ones come from. So uh, the only problem is on the video, these these big mitts of mine, these big 2XL hands, it makes them all look, yeah, it makes all the fish look small. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hear you. Well, I'm going to do some I'm gonna do some crappie fishing now. I've I, I made myself a promise this year. I promise myself that every year, though, because there's a place called the Blackwater River. It's over in Franklin, Virginia, and that, when uh-huh. I first got my boat, that's where we were fishing. Because I was actually that was back in 2014, and I was uh, we, we were bass fishing because the fellas work guy I knew at work, you know, I went fishing with, and and we were up there, and then I go uh, brim and uh, crappie fish, and then we got on the James River. A friend of mine uh, said, "Let me show you something. Get your butt. That, here we go with chicken." He said, "Get your bunch of chicken breast, and and I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come meet you at the house. We're gonna go up to the, uh, the James River." And I'm like, chicken breast, what, are you crazy? Yeah, get, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> we got out there, and I think that day we had like 65 blue cat on chicken wow. breast. That's and the biggest awesome. one, I mean, no, no, they were all eaters, eater uh-huh. size. And there was one that was like 23 pounds was the biggest one that day. But ever since then, I was like, oh. oh first, time mm. you catch a, first time you catch a fish over 20 pounds, that kind of changes your life, doesn't it? I tell you what, what changed my life was the first one I caught over 50 pounds. 50, I'm That's sure that, what, that, that changed me. Yeah. I, I haven't it, been the same since. I, I, I got that one big, big flathead over 50, and I, I don't expect to catch another one like that, at least out here, probably for for a long time. That That's a that's – a, I don't know how to say it, but an exceptional fish for, for the Fox River, at least from what I'm hearing. I'm sure okay. there has been bigger and there will be bigger, but crossing paths on that – the chances are probably slim to none, but that's not going to stop me. Well, you see, after that, uh, that that chicken breast experience, I started, you know, I was already on YouTube, but I started digging deep into YouTube, and I found Steve Douglas, of course. Mm-hmm. And and then I started studying, and I was like, shad. Okay, I got to find some shad. So we got us a cast net. We didn't know how to use the darn thing. So let me tell you a little story here real quick. So we're hey, up we on got the James all night. River. Okay, we're up on the James River, and my son's up on the bow, and I'm, you know, we're, we're going along, and he's throwing the cast net. We ain't catching nothing, right, with no shad. Anyway, there's this XL boat anchored up over in some shallow water, and the fellow over there holler says, y'all need some bait? We're like, uh, yeah. He said, well, come on over, come on over. So anyway, we, we motor over there, and I had, I had a big cat fever rod at the time. I had one big cat fever rod. And I had a bunch of ugly sticks, which I love ugly sticks too, but that's another story. Anyway, mm-hmm. so we pull up over there and the fella said, Hey, what kind of fishing pole is that right there? And I said, I said, that's a big cat fever rod. And he's like, that's my rod. I said, what do you mean? That's your rod. He goes, I'm Caleb page. No kidding. That was Caleb. Page. Nice. Anyway, he gave us a bunch of them big old fat James river shad. We went around the corner and we tossed him, cut them up, tossed them out. Just like Steve Douglas taught me. And I'll be darned if we didn't hook up that fifty-five pounder, and the tide was rolling, brother. Whoa. And and I hey, look right here. I don't know if I got this big cat fever, baby. I love there these. There you go. I, these, nice. these are my favorite. I got these paired with some some Abu seven thousands. I know a lot of people talk uh, mess up the seven thousands because they're not at all. They're Chinese. 
but that's okay. <laughs> Guess what? I've had these bad boys for six years, and they still going strong. I, okay, they, let, let me bring something up about Adams. Yes, sorry, right. I had yes, this sir. talk with Mr. Keith of Fish and Stuff. Okay. And we, we came to the conclusion that the best way to describe an Abu Garcia round reel uh -huh. is by comparing them to a 1911 pistol. Okay. They've been around forever, and you can find parts anywhere. So even right. if they do break, you're going to be able to fix them. You can have them for the rest of your life. Right. And that, that to me, I, I, I'm a big guy in saying that my fishing is because of my family, my heritage, and because of the man above. And my, my, my heritage will be my gear. The longer I can hold on to it, the happier I'm in. If, I can, if, if someone's going to fight over that when I pass away in my will, I, that I'll be smiling from above. That's the there way I look at it. There you go. So that's my reason. That's my love for Abus. I do. I do love other rods and other real. I mean, other reels and stuff. But that that uh, setup you have right there is yeah. definitely one that I'm very interested yeah. in. Yeah, these, I, you this know, is uh, the, this, the medium heavy, big cat fever rod. Now this this is I've had these for four years now. I mean, they just got mm -hmm. the cork handles, and these handles are seasoned, baby. Look at that. That's catfish slime seasoning right there. That's what the catfish slime will do for a cork. I love the cork handle. I mean, those yep, PVC handles too. are nice too. Now, don't I'm get me wrong. Those man. are beautiful. Look, look, there's shad scales. I just noticed. There's shad <laughs> yeah, scales I, on that bad boy. <laughs> just, like, just like mine. They're all over the place. I yeah. want to thank Becca for the donation to PayPal and the link in the description. Becca, Becca is hey, very, Becca. very, your, your support is always appreciated from everybody out there and all the live streams. So thank you very much, dear. I appreciate it. Uh, Creole Catfish says, and like the 1911, one of the most copied designs. Yeah. You are not kidding. But I'll, I'll so love my says, Abu is a 1911. Yes, cannot argue so. Uh, one of the good things about the Abus, too, is I'll pick – and here's a secret. Don't tell anybody. Uh -oh. I'm constantly on Facebook Marketplace looking for used Abus. And when I find them, I'll pick them up. And I'll so most of the time, you just got to lube them up, or they might need a paw or an anti-reverse cog, and that's an, something that anybody can do. So uh, most of my reels, except for the Pro Rockets, those I kind of have a passion for. I'll buy one a year brand new. But uh, other than that uh, – uh, now I did pick that. up something new. Now I, I know y'all. I know most of y'all in here know Luke Nichols. Uh, I do. Oh, you got one cart? Yes, I did. I, I watched that forty-five minute video. Of his uh -huh. Whisker Seekers. Look at here. That's nice. I picked. I picked it up. The the Luke Nichols. I don't know if you can uh -huh. see it. I can yeah, see it. Okay. Yep. I don't know if you can see it. The, the cats. And How cart. do you like it? I don't know. I haven't used it yet, but I Have did pair it, it up. I did buy me now. Let me let me turn this around so you can see it. Look, look, look. Don't break your rod, dummy. But I did get the uh the Abu Ooh, catfish special. I did sixty five hundred. I figured this yeah, is white. Nice. Now this I thing got, is yeah. light as a feather. And it's stiff though. There's, there's no action. Because you all watch Chunky. He likes to he likes to get that floppiness going. This this sucker mm -hmm. right here, there ain't no floppiness in it's this. Pretty stiff. It's you know, stiff. I like my I like I like my crappie rods like that, and that's for little fish. Right. So I'm thinking that would be a prime channel cat rod for me because we have a lot more channel cats out here than, I, I, than in certain hook, places. I'm looking forward to hooking a, a big blue on a big this one just for the just for the. I, I'm I'm ready for a challenge. There you go. You know what I'm saying. I that's mean, fun. This, you got the 6500 here, the Abu. Once again, Swedish. I noticed. For, I saw Frank, my buddy Frank, uh, twist. Uh, he, he he was talking about the Swedish made, and this is Swedish made. But, uh, uh, I still the Chinese are all right. I, I, I don't mind that. I mean, they're. But I think the parts are made in Sweden. I mean, you know, the, 
Chinese, they, they, the Chinese people uh, put them together, I reckon. But uh, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, Chunky, there you are, Chunky. Yeah, you like that floppiness. I mean, which is fine for what you're doing. But for me on the boat, yeah, I like a floppiness. The floppiness. Everybody, you know, everybody has their own method and they have what their gear that they're confident with. And if you're comfortable with it and you can perform with it, there's no reason why well, you shouldn't keep buying what you're buying. So that's one thing I don't put down nobody's gear. Everybody, hey, you get what you can, what's good for you, what you can afford, you go with that. Absolutely. Yep. You know, then nobody, I mean, you know, I just, I ain't got nothing better. I, I have no kids or nothing. I'm just, I buy what I want to buy for catfishing, you know. Or I'm kind of the same way. Man. I tell my wife, would you rather I buy fishing gear or spend the nights in a bar? And she goes, ah, yeah. she's like, she's no, like, go ahead. Go no buy contest. your gears. No contest works out pretty good. Hello, Chunky. Oh, Chunky's here. Frank, Twisted Fishing TV. He's the one, he's the one that did my logo, y'all. Y'all, if oh, I, I like that. Still, I don't know if Frank's still doing logos for people. I know for a while he stopped doing logos for people, but hey, Frank is the man. I sent him that picture. I've had I'm that gonna, logo now for a few years. Awesome. I, I'm, where, I still love my logo, where, Frank. Where can where can we and and the people in chat get one of those stickers from you? Uh, message me. Sure, sounds good. You're gonna <laughs> hey, get look. one for me after the show. I need one of them for my collection. Oh, you ain't got one. I don't have one. Oh my god! I didn't stickers. know. I didn't know. I'll, I'll, tra- I, yeah. I'll trade you stickers. How's that sound? Yeah, swap your stickers. There you go. All right. I well, think I have that. some more stickers. If I don't, I will order some. Let me see. Let me look in. Let me look at my sticker mule bag here. Let me see what I got. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh yeah. Look. You and look. Look. Look All at right. that. Perfect. I think you yeah, got it. Look. Anybody wants a sticker? If you message me uh, somehow, some way, uh, your address. I'd be happy to send you a sticker. I don't mind. I send stickers all over the country. Perfect. We got a couple of people join us in chat. Three plus one outdoors. Sunfish assassin has life. What's going on has uh, muskrat. I think I did say hello to you. Ohioan for life. Matt said hello to Lynn. Matt Minion. Twisted fishing TV. What's going on? How are Has life. The show. If you have. And if you haven't, please give the show a thumbs up. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, mods out there, please share out some links for everybody. Uh, I'm sure they would appreciate it. Let's, you know, like James says, let's, you know, share the bait, I guess, right? Isn't that what he says all the time? Share the bait. Share the bait. Yeah, look, that's how I got my first my first trophy, big trophy cat. Was share, Someone shared the bait with me and blessed me. Thank you, Lord. And, I mean, I, I've never been, I ain't been the same since. And that was Five years ago, I think, when 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 Caleb when I ran into Caleb on the uh, on the James there, mm-hmm. man, man, I tell you what, we had a blast. Has has hold on, let me ask this. This is yes. going to get on the on the podcast, so people right that uh, can't see us, they can hear that. Okay. Uh, has life is asking Mike, what's up, buddy? How was your day on the James River? Now you're out on the James River with who today? We was out on the James River with uh, Palmetto Cats and his lovely wife Anna. And uh, mm-hmm. we were uh, in uh, in the boat with uh, Chris, uh, Catfish Chris, from Catfish Gear. From and, Catfish uh, Clothing, all right, cool. Yeah, he was, he was gracious enough to take us all out there on the James River. But I'll tell you what, though, for some reason, James River's dead. I don't know what happened. He don't either. He, he I mean, we caught, we caught two small eaters, and, I mean, it was just like, it's hit or miss. The James River, I always told people that. They talk about how great James River is. The James River will break your heart. I guarantee. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so, sounds like the fo- doesn't sound too different than the Fox River. I've gone a week at a time without even a nibble, man. Oh, speaking yeah, of the, yeah. Speaking of the speaking of the devil, fishing stuff's in there. He was asking about how we did today too. So let's go. Yeah, on. Keith, we didn't we didn't we we didn't do good, Keith. It oh. was it was it was it was it was slow. I don't know why, my but that's okay though. I tell you what, it's feast and famine because I mean the James River has done me good. I mean, but like I said. I've caught, I don't know how many, uh, in Virginia, the trophy uh, blue cat is 30 pounds. And I've probably caught 24 of those at least. And and 50 pounders, I know we've had at least a half a dozen for over 50. We've had, a, a, I've had in my boat two 60s. I caught one, a friend of mine caught one. Then I took a fellow, a fellow from workout and we got on an 85 pounder about two years ago out there. That was on the Chickahominy wow. actually. But the Chickahominy runs right, it's a tributary to the James River. Okay. And I mean, so, I mean, it's, it's awesome, awesome river, but it will break your heart. You guys have some fronts, have some fronts move in or something like that in the last couple of days. Some fronts. Oh yeah. Fronts. Yeah. Wind. I mean, today was nice. It was beautiful out there. You Mm -hmm. can ask Kevin. Look, I I, I got a son. Oh, Kevin Palmetto cats got sunburned. I'm sure. I'm sure Miss Anna probably got sunburned. I mean, it was, uh, it was nice. It was real nice. It was great company. Man, we had a blast. And you go, if you ever go fishing with Chris Crimes from Catfish, that man is a nut. And he, he's a good nut, now in a good way. But he 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 keep he kept us he kept us in stitches all day. Sounds like sounds like a lot of fun, man. If oh, you're not we had a we had a your, great time. We had if you're great. not having fun with fishing, find somebody else to fish. That's with. right. That's right. But uh, yeah, so we, we tell had us a, a little time. bit about the. Tell us a little bit about the, for the people that haven't fished the James or the Chickahominy. Is that how you say that? River? Yes, Chickahominy River. What, what what's that like? How big a rivers are they? Um, are, are they super? They are yes. big rivers. Now the right? James. Now down where I fish the Lower James River. Well, let me let me back up even further. Where I work, the shipyard is on the James River. Mm-hmm. It's five. It's five miles across, right there at the. At the but it, we're we're close to the bay there where okay. the shipyard is now where we fish is like 30 miles upstream and today i guess where we fish today wide is probably a mile a mile across at the widest part and the further up stream in the james river you go the narrower narrower it gets like up there were uh two stands fishes that it, it's narrow up there okay and i don't know stand in here i don't know how how wide that that is up there it's probably oh gosh i i, I hardly guess maybe a couple of two three hundred yards wide up there when you get close to richmond up where uh where, where uh, stan lives yeah so the like i said the further up you go the narrower it gets but the james river goes all the way to the mountains because if you go okay. to to uh, charlottesville virginia the james river runs through there and you, you kayak or canoe or kayak we used to uh, canoe down there and smallmouth fish the smallmouth okay. bass are all in there, really nice. It's a it's a great smallmouth fishery up on the James up there. But the James goes way up. I mean, it goes Staunton, Virginia. It goes way up there. I, I don't know how long. I'd have to look it up. Somebody Google that for me. How long is the James River in Virginia? <laughs> I'm sure somebody will figure out. We got a lot it's of talented long. people here. Now you were telling me that there are no flatheads in the section that you fish, correct? No, all the flatheads are up where uh, two stands lives. Where two yeah, stands lives? Fish, yeah. Yeah, there, there's some have, flatheads up there where uh, it gets rocky and narrow and mm-hmm. swifter, and there's no no tidal action. Okay, 
And that's what it is. The title action turns them off or it doesn't. I don't know. Do that? I don't know. They, they're just not down that as far as uh, I am. I've never heard anybody catching flathead down uh, my end of the river. No, no, or, or channel cat. Now you reminded me of one thing. Whenever I hear about like tidal rivers, yes. that I have no idea how that works. Now, is that water technically brackish or is it not? Yeah, somewhat, somewhat. Somewhat. If you were if you were to taste it, it wouldn't taste salty. But okay. the tide, the tide from the bay. Now we're on the Chesapeake Bay, the lower end of the Chesapeake Bay, where the Chesapeake Bay enters the Atlantic Ocean. That's where the uh -huh. James River goes into Hampton Roads Harbor. Uh, so that water from the Hampton Roads Harbor and Chesapeake Bay flows up to James. It pushes, it, I guess it actually pushes the water back up. And then when it's going in, when it's uh, coming in, when the tide's coming in, and then when it goes out, of course, it flows the other way. So that river, you know, half the day you're flowing one way, half the day you're flowing the other. And that's every day, sometimes twice a day. Just thinking about that makes me kind of like leer, leery and, and and try to figure out how I would fish something like that. But it's, I guess it's, it's not easy. While you would, oh, it's not easy. Uh, fishing with the Chad, I think, was the first one to answer. He said three hundred and forty-eight miles. We did okay. get an answer from Twisted okay. Fishing TV too. Thanks for looking there that up. Three hundred forty-eight so, uh, miles. There you go. James people, River's people a long listening river. at home. James River is three hundred and forty-eight miles wrong. Hello, Chad Nolte. Chad Nolte's in the house. The Bullock Experience. Chad. What's going on, guys? How are you? And and it's like several rivers in one because down on, on Lower James, you got the huge, big blue catfish. Then you get up mm -hmm. around where uh, Two Stands lives, and they've got flatheads. And I think there's channels actually channel catfish up there too. I've never mm -hmm. caught a channel catfish on my end of the James River ever. Never, huh? No. Now, do you fish anything else besides the James River? Are you fishing any lakes or or no. anything like that up in the close? See, because my boat. River? Well, the reason is where I live, there are no lakes that I could take my boat in. Because okay. now there's some small lakes, and uh, they have horsepower restrictions nine nine mm -hmm. and below. And I have a sixty horsepower on my bass tracker. <clears throat> the, the closest lake I could take my boat on would be Lake Gaston or uh, Kerr Reservoir, Bugs Island is another name, where the world mm -hmm. record catfish came from. But, uh, right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey everyone, sorry about the interruption, but I need a few seconds of your time. As individual content creators, we can use all the support we can get. Your support is used for better equipment, a further reach, and everything else needed to create this podcast. Your support makes for a better audio experience, helps to grow the show, and get more guests. If you like the podcast, become a supporter today by using the link in the description. Thanks for your time and support. Now back to the show. Yeah, forty pound blues, nice. I, I, they're nice. That's a good Ain't fish. No um, yeah, yeah, that's an excellent fish. And, well, any try. any fish is an excellent fish. I love catching fish. I, mean, I don't care. I, I mean, hear you, you know, I, <laughs> I love catching fish. I, well, you know, I have a couple of smaller lakes here that I fish at, and you know, a ten pound channel cat's a good fish. Oh yeah, I mean that twelve. I remember good, that twelve. Uh, that yeah. was that sucker. He, he got close to the boat, and started tail slapping, and getting mm -hmm. he soaked us. 
I'm, that was that was incredible. That was that was. You know, there'll cool. be there'll be spots where I'm catching. You know, like everything from pan fryers to five pounders, and then and then every now and then you'll hook into that big one. My my P, PB channel cat for the longest time was eleven pounds, and uh, um, that was caught on one of them little lakes. And finally, like two years ago, it's funny because I caught that fourteen pound channel cat. Five minutes before I caught a 26-pound flathead. And as soon as we caught a flathead, the channel cat bite just died. Oh, man. They kind of scare them off. But that was like good. That was a April 16th flathead. That was like my first one of the, the year. So I'm, I was hoping to get out tomorrow. I still might and, and chase them down. So, well. I see Miss right. Betty talking about she's going to cook some crappie if we don't quit talking. Hey, Miss Betty, cook them crappie and send me a picture. <laughs> crappie are fun 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 uh, to eat. i love crappie I, the crappie used to be my favorite fish you know i had my i had my parents over for a fish fry um i'm, I'm catholic so on during lent we don't eat meat on fridays right uh, why we could get into that but we're not going to do this this no, is it, a fishing show a different, different but i had made i had made that sour, that sour cream battered recipe that my grandmother handed down to her but they would use it for cod. My parents, my mother's side of the family, my, my my grandfather was a merchant marine, and they grew up on the Baltic Ocean, so he was always catching cod, and that's how they would cook cod back in the day. And when she had that on those little, you know, flaky pieces of, of crappie, she was a fan. She hadn't, right. hadn't had it like that, so uh, I see uh, she was pretty happy. Sure, I see where were you? Miss, 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 uh, Miss Becca is asking, well, it's my absolute, there you go. I'll tell you, Miss Becca, this is it. <clears throat> what I like, I, she said just description. So you take them crappie fillets, right, and and dry them in a towel, get them dry, and get you some good breading, like house ottery, something like that, that season it up, season it up, and drop them fillets. Now, I don't like to dip my fillets in no milk. and all, No, I like, because I like a light coating, okay? Look, you see, look at my, look, look at it. Light coating. <laughs> but I'll, 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 Shake them up in that in that coating, and then drop them in some peanut oil. Peanut oil, baby. Drop them in that peanut oil. Look, in that crappie fillet, he he gonna lay in there in that in that peanut oil and do this here. Look, man, you talk fish chips. You take that bad boy and look. Oh my goodness gracious! You throw, <laughs> some, you, you throw some Cajun seasoning on there, and you really got me going. Then whoa. <laughs> you got me hungry. I'm over here drooling. But that, hey, Miss Becca asked, so I had to get that. There you go. Is that a good enough Absolutely. description, Miss Becca? I hope so. If you want, if you want no a recipe, sauce or nothing, just ooh, yummy. You know, I do like tartar sauce. I ain't gonna lie. And I started no, I, making. I do tartar. too, but they don't. I mean, ah, ooh, that's have good. you ever had homemade tartar sauce with? I make it all the time. Throw some kimchi sauce in there. And you'll thank kimchi me sauce. later. Yeah, that's Korean. It's I know, I Korean. I like it's kimchi. a Korean. Yeah, it's it's they actually make a sauce for it. Maybe I'll send you a link. Really? Mix a little bit in there, and it gives it just that little tang and that little fermented taste to it. Okay, uh, you guys will thank me later if you like something a little Give more on the exotic sauce. size. If you like something a little more on the exotic taste, something to wake up your taste buds. Uh, that that's that's definitely a way to go. Yeah, I'm familiar I, with kimchi, but not kimchi sauce. I have to look. Yeah, that they up they sure. sell it. I, you know, to tell you the truth, I'm not sure if it's actually just like a pureed kimchi or okay. what they use for it, but but it, it's pretty good. Uh, and Kevin said he's got to throw that filet. I'm sorry, filet in that. That's right, Kevin. <laughs> This Becca says that's the exact way she does them, except uh, she uses cornmeal seasoning or just black pepper. Perfect. I like Nothing I like the house that. autry because it's fine. As long, if that cornmeal has got to be fine, real, I don't like that. 
that coarse cornmeal. I don't care for that. Mm -hmm. I like that real, yeah. like almost like a flour consistency. You know what I mean? Like the kind you would use on a chicken wing, right? Yeah. Yep, that real light, that real house light dust. Yep. That's why I like stuff. the house autry because it, 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 they got it mixed with – it's cornmeal and, and flour mixed together with seasonings. But uh, that's my favorite uh, breading is, is house Miss, autry. Miss, Miss Betty knows how to cook some mean crappie too. She told oh, me how I'm she sure does she it. Does. I'm but sure she does. But I'm not going to share that unless I have full permission from hers, and I don't know if I can get that. So well, I'm, I'm just giving we'll, my recipe. That's my recipe. Maybe we'll talk offline. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about food, man. Um, yeah. So, your channel, you, you, you cook a lot of good stuff on your channel. Some of the things that I saw, obviously, you just did that brief brisket cook for Elston. Yeah. Did you get to give him some of that, or was it just to show him well, how it was I done? I just want him to watch it. I don't know if he's watched it yet or not. I don't know if mm -hmm. I haven't seen a comment from you, Elston. Because no, Elston was saying he liked my cooking videos, but he, he ain't really – he doesn't cook, so he doesn't watch my cooking videos, which is cool. I understand. No problem. So one day I said, well, if I'm – he was talking about a brisket. So I said, if I make you, a, if I make a brisket, will you watch Elston? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch. So I said, okay. So I made the brisket. But guess so what? That? that was awesome brisket. That's good brisket. And you made chili with that too? I made chili with that. And that video will be out next Friday. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see that. And what else were we talking about a little bit offline? You were talking about, you made that brisket chili, but what's the, um, the what did you make with the hatch chilies? Oh, I made what the, the they call chili verde, which is chili, chili verde. Chili. Yeah, that's they, they, another thing that I'm looking forward to. I, I want to actually order some uh, hatch chilies from New Mexico, the real ones. Well, those that those jars I had in the video I got uh -huh. from Amazon. There, there are hatch chilies. Okay, they're roasted, right. They're roasted but, and jarred. I, 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 I definitely will try something like that. Now, if but you, you get know some what? Fresh I, ones. That's better. I you have get you know, hold of. I have a pepper roaster that I can use in my smoker, Mike. Yeah. Good the tumbler, I, I have one of those that I use for chicken yeah. wings. Now if you can get so some maybe, fresh ones. That's absolutely. what I'm thinking. So yeah, is, that would do, be they taste, do they taste different than other chilies? or <sighs> They're just more flavorful. Uh, okay. They have different heat levels. Now, mm -hmm. now me and Chris Flores, Muddy Robert, well, well, I can't see. Look, I'm backwards. There you go. Uh -huh. Catfish, we traded jerky for hatch chilies a couple of years ago. Uh -huh. uh, and he sent me, he sent me a, a five pound box of hatch chili. And oh, he asked wow. me before I sent him, do you want hot? And I'm like, yeah, why did I say that? Oh <laughs> my, I didn't know. I didn't know them things got that hot. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> What'd you end up doing with all those? I, I, roasted, them down them, I roasted them and froze them. There you so go. Good idea. Doing, that was five pounds. I'm like, Oh my goodness. That's a lot. Yeah. You know, it's, it's good though. I'd be making like hatch chili jam with bacon, oh, stuff yeah. like that. I'd be trying all that stuff. So. You sure? I'm sure you get get all of that. So I started, yeah, I doing, you, I say, I started ahead. doing a little bit of canning. I have some, uh -huh. some of my canning stuff up there. I got some pepper jelly up there, but nice. uh, I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning how to do that. Uh, yeah, I like that pepper jelly. is good. I made that with jalapenos, but the hatch chilies would be excellent for that. That would be good. It's definitely something I've never had that I'm looking. I'm looking forward to getting. So you really piqued my interest back into that stuff. And yeah, and yeah between like your channel and uh, uh, what's another one that Lyle really got me watching is that Chud's Barbecue. If you guys okay. are a fan of barbecue, Chud's Barbecue. They're, they're they're that guy's an animal. He did his first live last night. That was something to watch. So uh -huh. uh, <laughs> that's another. That's a long story, but that that's good. Um, so what's what's your favorite thing to to cook, and what's your favorite thing to eat? I know sometimes Boy, they're not always the that's same. That's a hard thing. question, right there. That's a hard question, Mark. I mean, I just I like to eat so many things, but I just made ribs for Easter. 
I love a uh-huh. good spare ribs. I just made them because, matter of fact, I took some to, uh, uh, out there today when we went fishing. Uh, they gave Kevin and, and Anna and Chris. They got to sample my ribs. I love ribs. Pulled pork, ribs, pulled pork, uh, barbecue. Do it Carolina style because I'm here in southeastern Virginia, which is right next to uh, eastern North Carolina. So we do it with a, a vinegar-based uh, barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. But I'll put the a whole pork butts on the on the pit for 12, 14 hours. Oh, you just take and pull that apart. Oh, my goodness. You rub it down real good before you cook. Oh, boy. You talk about heaven. Put it on a bun. <laughs> take my homemade coleslaw right on top of that and put the other bun on there. Put a little Texas peat on there. And give it a little, give it a little crushing, and uh, oh my goodness gracious! Oh, uh, now you're talking. There's nothing like pulled pork, man. Uh, pulled pork has to be probably. That's probably one of my favorite slow cooked one. I like ribs, I like brisket, but but yeah. pulled pork, uh, whether it's pulled or chopped, it's it's always a big favorite around yeah. here. Just like you said with that coleslaw and a, and a pickle, a little yeah. bit of hot sauce on there. Well, it makes me happy. With, with beef, with pulled beef barbecue, I'll do onions and pickles, but mm-hmm. with, with uh, pulled pork. Coleslaw. I mean, Coleslaw, got to have it. See, I'm originally from California, believe it or not. You, you wouldn't know it okay. here in <laughs> <laughs> But uh, when, I, when I first came here, I, uh, I, I got a barbecue sandwich. I, the Navy brought me here back in the 70s. And uh, I, 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 I got a, and they put coleslaw. I'm like, why is she putting coleslaw on that sandwich, right? And, and so I said, well, let me try this. I took a bite, and I, it's been a love affair ever since. I couldn't believe it. It was like, wow, words. It's been all my life. It's been it's been in Virginia, North Carolina, and on the other side, on the uh, left coast, right coast, left coast. You know, this coast. <laughs> you live you live in a good section of the country right now. You got all that good like barbecue out there. And I like you got it the good fishing on the James River. That's yes. that's really good. You ever have any of that chicken with that white sauce? I've been dying to try that. That's Alabama, Alabama chicken. Alabama no, stuff. I want to try that. I've I've seen the recipes how to make that sauce, and you can buy the bottle. But I've seen how to make it because it's like it's mayonnaise and horseradish with some other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, vinegar-based coleslaw for uh, their pulled yep. pork. I think it's Big Bob's or Uncle Bob's or something yeah, like Bob, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Bob Gibson. Big Bob Gibson, that's yep. it. Yep, yep, yep. I know about barbecue uh, now. I, I studied barbecue for quite a few years. Because, you know, I would like everybody else. I, you know, I throw burgers on the grill every once in a while. And, mm-hmm. and I started wanting more. So years ago, I went on the, uh, uh, good gracious, what does that call it? Uh, Oh man, I just had a I just had a brain malfunction. That's okay. Hi, the, uh, the barbecue the society, Kansas City Barbecue Society. I went on okay. their website years ago and they had a, a message board. This is back when message boards were real popular, and these these competition barbecuers would be messaging each other back and forth. And I started learning, and then I started experimenting. What is all over my arm? And I started experimenting, and uh, and man, I tell you what, I'm not I'm not. It's not perfected, but it's it's. Oh man, it's good. I love barbecue. I you love know it. what? I I'm 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 of the school where it's I can always tell if something didn't go right when I'm cooking barbecue. And you know what? And and one thing that my wife had to teach me is to keep my mouth shut because other people never notice. 
<laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he I know exactly took what her, mean. He took her years to teach me that, but yeah. but it worked out real well. You know, hey, Mike, let me take a second here. I see Ryan yeah. Bortz came in, and Ryan's in here, and Creel's in here. So I'm going to plug uh, uh, the one versus one I got going on April 10th, which is this Saturday. It's going to be the great Creel catfishing versus the great Ryan Bortz blue-collar fishing. They're going to go head-to-head. Sogo, thank you very, very much for the, uh, the support in the super chat. We'll get to your question real quick. And uh, um, we're going to have that 8 a.m. Central Standard Time on my channel, Catfish and Crappies. So if you're listening to this on the podcast, tune on in. Give me a subscription. Check it out. You'll see all the action live. Uh, I'll be kind of emceeing it, calling everything. And uh, uh, we'll be going for, I believe, the, it's four hours. And they're, they're going by inches, I believe. Since Ryan is a, a kayak uh, tournament fisherman, uh, it'll be great. The last time they went up against – this is a rematch. The last time they went up against each other, uh, Ryan worked his butt off. He just had a little harder time to uh, – um, Harder time at it, but I, I think uh, uh, this time of year, I think there's going to be a lot of action today. They're 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 both great guys, and man, if they be giving each other's the smack talk on my page over on Facebook, holy smokes, those guys love to talk it. And uh, I know they're great friends, so there's no harm fun. Sogo says uh, pulled pork, no sauce in cooking, mustard based sauce with a pepper hot sauce added. South Carolina with a Tex-Mess twist. That does yeah. not sound bad at all. No, it sounds good to South Carolinians. They like mustard in their sauce, which is fine. I mean, I'd love to try it. I dig. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not picky. I'm not picky at all. I, I, hell, you gonna make me some barbecue, baby? I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat it with you and, and, and shake your hand. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Miss <laughs> uh, Betty has a question. Uh, does Mike do baking? Do you do like pies, cakes, or bread? Uh, not too much. I don't do desserts very often. You know. Uh, I have in the past. I, I made bread. I got, uh, but I don't know. I don't bake very often at all. Okay. I mean, you know, my wife's I'll, a I'll bake good on the grill. I'll bake on the grill out there on my on my uh, pit boss, my pellet grill. You ever uh, um, do cornbread on your grill? I did that once. I it have. came out pretty yes. good. That turns out really well too. Yeah. How about smoking fish? Do you ever smoke fish on your grill? Shrimps. I do shrimp. I did. I did some Louisiana shrimp a uh, while I back. That. that stuff. Oh my goodness. Creole, Jeremy, that oh that 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 Louisiana barbecue shrimp make you make your tongue come out and slap you upside the head, man! Oh my goodness gracious! I'll tell you what, I was watch I watched Creole's uh, his crawfish bowl the other day. Oh, what are you talking about? But Creole, said I saw nice, that. He said some nice things about me. I thank you very much, brother. You are I, right. I saw that. Too. That's one of my goals in life to make it down for another crawfish boil. I had yeah. I had one a long, long time ago, and uh, I didn't realize how, how how precious they they were to the people around and how big of an event they were. I was a young man, so uh, right. I definitely look forward to getting down to Louisiana. I want I want to fish for some big blues. I want to fish for some redfish, some speckled trout, and I want to eat a lot of shrimp and crawfish. That's now I do for. I do want to do some blacken. I do want to blacken some catfish on my on my grill. I got the. I need to put a, put my griddle plate on my pit boss is what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Crank that sucker up, put some uh, real some nice uh, blackening seasoning on there with some butter, with some melted butter, and throw it on that on that griddle. I'm gonna do some blackening. Louisiana black and catfish is on my list, there, Jeremy. I guarantee. I, I, I see all these people cooking on them blackstones, and they really got me thinking I might need one. But I've been I've been having my eye on a on a stick burner for quite some time, so uh, I, I got to figure out what's more important to me at this point. So we'll we'll get it there. Right. Well, that's um, one I, reason. 
I like that. I like that pit boss pellet cooker because I've I've done that. Put my uh, put the uh, that's what cast I do. Iron plate on yep. that thing. I do uh, smash burgers and stuff. I got a couple videos on that too. But, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, My wife likes those smash job. burgers. I'll throw a little <laughs> extra butter on there for her, and she's a happy lady. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, Ryan's talking about the Catfish and Crappie uh, book uh, uh, group on Facebook. The link's in the description. If you guys want to check out some of the smack talk they were talking, it's on there. Uh, Maurice Kaysen, he's a great supporter of all the shows. Thanks for coming, Maurice. Really appreciate it. Let's see what we got a question here from Ohioan for Life, Matt. Uh uh, did I miss? Uh, what is your pre- preference? Cold? I'll tell you what. You... Kingsford. I'll tell you why. Kingsford charcoal, Kingsford blue. It 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 burns even. It it maintains heat for a long period of time. A lot of people like the uh, lump charcoal. It's great for grilling, mm-hmm. hot and fast. But if you're going to do low and slow long cooks, and you're using charcoal, I recommend Kingsford charcoal. I have a, a pit barrel cooker, and even the manufacturer recommends uh, Kingsford charcoal in, in their cooker because it lasts a long time. It's even. It's it's uh, you you can repeat the process. It's uh, what's the word, man? I'm, I'm losing I'm losing words tonight, but it's consistent. There you go. Consistent. It's very very consistent. consistent. Yes, yes. Because charcoal is to, to me now. You might disagree with me, but now I'm I'm a, a meathead. He's a barbecue guy. Uh, he's a barbecue scientist, and I've studied under Meathead a little bit. But uh, charcoal is for heat, okay? Just heat. Wood is for flavor, okay? That's that's his. That's Meathead's preaching there, and I, I fully believe that. A lot of people think the charcoal will throw flavor. It, the meat will drip on the charcoal little, high yeah. and fast, right? It'll drip and it'll it'll vaporize and come back up on your meat, and it'll give you that good charcoal or that good grill taste. There you go. Kind of almost like a Santa Maria type deal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I like that too. It, there's so many different things you can do with just a little bit of heat and a little bit of smoke. There's all the different ways about going about it. I, I'm, I'm kind of like that too. The, you know, I really do like Kingsford. Kingsford is great for hot and fast. But you know what does not get real hot that burns really consistent is that Weber charcoal. Really? If you ever get a chance, sometimes <laughs> they give away free samples. It won't burn hot, but you'll keep two twenty five for. I don't think I've hours. ever seen it in stores around here. Yeah, I've the, looked for B and B charcoal. B and B, I've, I've used two, and, and that's they don't lump. Well, it's they have not lump, as consistent. I know they have yeah. uh, the briquettes too. Briquettes. Those are supposed to be pretty good. I've never, I can't be able to find it. But Man, the, the Kingsford's question. easy to find. You get two two twenty pound bags of Kingsford for twenty bucks at Lowe's. I mean, come on. You, you can't beat that. No. Uh, do, uh, Matt, Ohioan for Life has a question. Uh, uh, do you throw any wood on there for a little smoke? I like using the natural oak coals with a hickory chunk. Do I like to use wood? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's what he's asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It depends on what I'm cooking. Now, if I'm doing low and slow like a, a butt or a brisket, I'll put hickory. Hickory's got a strong, the strong smoke taste and I'll, I'll probably throw a little apple with it if i'm doing chicken something like that i'll use apple and maybe cherry doing my mm-hmm. ribs i use apple and cherry you know it depends but I always uh, if i'm doing a low and slow cook i'll definitely put wood on there i'll get the chunks the fist size chunks because i got Can't a weber weber smoky mountain i have a uh a pit barrel cooker that i'll use i have a weber kettle of course and then my uh my pit my uh pit boss uh pellet cooker Pellet that pellet cooker. cooker I used to grill. It, it does chicken mm-hmm. wings, steak. 
I'll do uh, reverse sear my ribeyes and all that stuff on there. That's good. Uh, reverse sear ribeyes now. Ooh. Uh, you're now you're talking my language. I got yes, I got a I got a seven pound wagyu uh, uh, rib roast sitting in my oh. freezer waiting. That's another story. We'll talk about that later. I got that for free. We'll have to oh, talk boy. about that later. So I got lucky with that one. <clears throat> well, this, so, past um, Christmas, this past Christmas, I did a big old, uh, it was a tomahawk ribeye. The big, nice. the big, about three inches thick. Got a crook. Mm-hmm. Oh, I reverse seared that bad boy. on. That was our Christmas dinner, man. I'll tell you what. Ooh. Now you're talking my language. Yes, That's perfect right there. I'm, 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 I'm with that. <laughs> on the steak and chop, man. Uh, here's a, here's a, you ever hear a diva barbecue? She was on a competitive com, competition circuit for a while. I think I know who you're talking about. She's yeah, one, uh, well, shoot. I can't remember her name. She, she won us for those, um, you know, the, uh, she does, she won for lollipop chickens and you know how they make those chicken thighs in the, um, muffin pans, the competition yes. chicken yes. thighs. Yeah. She, she really made a name for herself with that. And I've tried some of them recipes and they're good. Yeah, Myra but I just started that. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I just wanted to bring her up because I learned something from her for all the people out there with gas grills. Not everybody has big smokers and stuff. Is She takes tinfoil and goes out and buys wood chips and she soaks them and then makes envelopes, pokes a couple holes in them and throws them right on the gas burners. And she gets some flavor out of that, too. I've actually okay. tried it once or twice and it works pretty good. So if you don't have a, a, a wood burner or a charcoal burner and you just got a gas stove, you still don't have to go without that. Uh, uh, with that little bit of wood wood taste, so uh, hopefully somebody can learn that. So yeah, I see Ohio Ohioan for life. Matt asked about Royal Oak. There he is. Mm-hmm. I've I've never tried it. I've I'll try it. I mean, you know, but I got on Kingsford. It, it's inexpensive. It, it, it's consistent. So I just I stick with Kingsford. But I would definitely try that. I would definitely try that. I haven't. Yeah, I, if if I can come across the sale, I'll I'll pick up whatever is that. And my, yeah. you know, I have an Ace Hardware here, and the guy who owns the Ace actually he owns like five of them out here. Uh-huh. He's a big barbecue head, and their barbecue section's huge. Everything from yeah. rubs to grills. They got all the Weber stuff. They got right. the uh, the um, uh, the Traeger stuff there. They sell green eggs, uh, and it's all the high end stuff. So I was in there today picking up some. Uh, fertilizer for the grass and spring fertilizer and i got lost in there for about half an hour so i'm kind of the same way okay uh, yeah do you ever do drunk chicken i've never done a borracho chicken or a drunk chicken no um i'm not sure what that is but i have had a couple a couple of doseques in me when i was a barbecue and chicken before but uh but no no uh jeremy i've never had that you're gonna have to show me what that is now i did do a video on uh, uh what was it Carni- uh, carnitas borracho borracho carnitas which is uh pork pork meat and it's cooked in tequila and modelo beer oh, oh boy and, that sounds and good peppers you ah. had me at car- you had me at carnitas, my friend. Now, yeah. You start talking lingua, and I, now you'll be talking my no, language. Lingua? Man. Oh, don't get me oh. started on lingua now. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, that's, that's tongue for all you out there. That that don't know, that's good stuff. Oh, I have I've I'm I'm honored and privileged to have a lot of uh, friends that are, are Mexican or Latino. They they like me to call them Mexican, but everybody else calls them Latino. So uh, I'm privileged to stuff like carnitas, lingua, hey, most folks homemade chorizo. Most folks don't know any better. As soon as you tell them what lingua is, they're going, oh, I wouldn't eat that. But you don't know what you're missing, problem. 
Only thing I kind of still keep away from is the menudo. And uh, uh, you know, now I, well, I grew up on with menudo, so I, I'll, 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 I'll drink. I'll, you know, it's the same thing. Uh, Polish people make something called flaki, which is the same thing. It's only a little different soup with different spices and stuff. Okay. And I'll, I'll, I'll drink the soup because the soup's delicious. Right. It's just that chew that I kind of can't get try- over. So. I'm, yeah. Well, I've, I've eaten it before, but it's not something I'm super fond of. So, well, my you know, grandmother so, used to make it when I was when I was a kid. I, so I grew up eating it. So I love my, it. I my mean, grandma. My wife my doesn't like it because it has hominy in it. I mean, you know, she okay. doesn't like hominy. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't. I don't mind hominy. I, I've eaten. Oh, I like it. I mean, I'm that. good with it. Pozole. Mm. Well, pozole is different now. Pozole is different, uh, Matt. He said, "Yeah, pozole is a totally different thing from menudo. Pozole does not have tripe." It does have hominy, however. Yeah, and it, it does. Dance Creation says he's tried uh he tried core tongue tacos. Tongue. What is a core tongue? Is. Oh, he must mean no cow. He must cow he tongue. must have did a, a typo. He must have meant cow tongue. And it wasn't for him. It's not for everybody. No, it's, it's uh, not. It's something you're definitely going up Now we're talking food carnitas. Here we go. We got Al from down in New Mexico, I believe. Carnitas, guido, barbacoa, pozole. All oh, right. Good stuff. Yes, sir. Man. Yes, sir. Oh, there's so much. That's why I love, you know, fishing and barbecue. It's, it has to do with the outdoors. It really yeah. does. I mean, all over that. the country, everybody does it different. Colorado, they're that's fishing right. for trout. In, in Montana, they're fishing for trout. We're fishing for catfish here in the Midwest and in the South and on the East Coast. But we're all eating and we're all cooking with fire. Yeah. I mean, and nobody's wrong, man. Everybody, if you like Amen. it, look at that. If you like it, do it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't put nobody's nothing to fishing, cooking. If if that's what you like, you do it. You do you, brother. Don't worry about what I like or, or what or what Mark. Where is he at? There he is. Or what Mark right likes over there. I know this thing's backwards. You do you do you, brother and sisters. You do you. If you like it and you're happy with it, that's the best there is. Well, Betty says, "How many fried and bacon grease is her really? favorite?" That sounds I've never had good that. too. I've never had my that. my mom used to make sauerkraut and hominy and bacon grease. That was pretty oh, good, really? actually. Yeah, it's oh. real with a lot of salt. So never had. I just kind of caught my eye. There's so many things that you haven't, and life's only so short. So don't be afraid to try something, whether it's a different type of fishing, a different kind of bait, or a different kind of food. Man, yes. you only live once. Go for it. Go for it. Mike, we're, we're, we're a little over an hour here. I want to say thank you for being my guest. I really had hey. a good time talking to you about fishing, food, and everything. Thanks for showing us your gear and, and sharing your experience today, uh, uh, fishing the James River and your past experiences. So uh, uh, hold on. Oh, Morel Mushrooms is coming. That's what Betty – I see. I huh? caught When I hear about Morel Mushrooms, I go crazy. So that's I another – I love mushrooms. That's I another show. Yeah. Um, I want to thank everybody for the donations and the super chats. You guys are awesome. I really appreciate the support. You guys are great. Uh, thank you all for watching. Again, Mike, thank you for hey, being here. Hey, thanks a guest. for inviting me, Mark. I appreciate Anytime. it. Y'all have a good one. I want to say good night to everybody. God bless. Get out there, fish. Have a wonderful evening, guys. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.